Hey, what's going on? My name is Joel Casanova, and thank you so much for listening to the Behind Our Dance podcast. So, like I said last week, the audio in this new series comes from live streams that I do every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. So, there are two benefits that come with that, right? If you want to join the community, you can actually watch these podcasts happen live, like right in front of you, as well as the audio and, you know, my hands flying all over the place, because who doesn't like to watch someone talking with their hands, right? The second thing is there's a live chat that's connected to the live stream so you can actually contribute to the content that happens in these podcasts. If that's something that you're interested in, the show notes have the link to the community where you can join for free and watch every Tuesday night. So I hope to see you there and enjoy this episode. All right. Live stream number two. You were like me. Um, I'll explain that title in a second. Um, just like last week, right? So this is, I'm gonna type in the chat. Hello. Oh, you are on the live chat. That means you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Not whatever you want, um, but you can jump on, you can say hello, um, you can send comments or questions or react or do whatever. Um, if you're watching this pre-recorded after the fact, you can do the exact same thing, except with comments. And then we can keep the conversation going. Um, but where are my manners? I am Joel Casanova. Um, if you're watching this for the first time, I am the owner and creator and founder, etc., etc., of Be Hunter Dance. Um, I am a mobile dance educator. Okay, so a mobile dance educator means I'm not a studio. I, actually nothing like a studio, but um, it means I go to you, um, whether it be workshops, masterclasses, um, weekly classes, online classes, uh, the dance tour, which more information is gonna come up about that, um, going to different states, different cities, different studios, different people's houses and churches and things. Um, on a tour of educating everyone and anyone who loves dance, which is why I created this community. Um, I got this idea for this community because I wanted to bring everyone together who loves dance. And that means literally everyone. So teachers, students, studio owners, um, men, women, children, old people, young people, middle people, <laughs> like, engineers, construction workers, like high school students, elementary students, retirees, I think retirees is the right word, right? So anyone, if you love dance, if you have a body and you can move, you can dance. And there shouldn't be a reason for you to not move or dance or get resources to dance or get quality lessons in dance. Um, I provide all those things. If you just want the free resources, take the free resources. That's why I'm doing it. Um, if you want to take classes, you're going to get quality classes, period. Um, let's jump in, okay? Today's topic. It's the year 2018, and, uh, I feel like I'm going into, like, a war story, right? It's the year 2045, 45. I got my tear ducts removed in the war against the robots. <laughs> no, it's the year, whoa, it's the year 2018. 
I graduated from college that May. Um, so, super huge party. We're like, yeah, we graduated, we're done. Um, but I miscalculated the classes that I needed to take and when I needed to take them. So here I am during summer, like right after graduation, taking a class. And my brother went through law school, so he's studying for the bar. He has stuff to do. Um, so well, me and him are both really busy. Him and I are both really busy. Well, my mom that summer is like helping us out and lurking in the shadows like a ninja. Um, so while that was happening, we were super busy. We're not paying attention. She is getting in contact with people that she met when she was a kid in Puerto Rico. Um, they're not Puerto Rican, they're actually from Costa Rica and they live in Costa Rica. So they start catching up and she starts talking about how we graduated college and what we're doing and dancing and acting and singing and music and um, law school and friends and all this different stuff. And so they're like, do you have anything planned for like a graduation party? Like a trip or anything? And we're like, no. And they're like, you should come here. And she, well, not we, she was like, okay, how? <laughs> like, how would you want us to do that? Um, like, especially for like a day or a couple of days, like that'd be su get super expensive out of the country traveling. And they're like, look, if you can get the money to come to Costa Rica, we will take care of everything else, period. Point blank. Um, so then she tells us, and we're like, it would be rude for them not to pay for us. <laughs> so uh, we go. We get the money together. We get the plane tickets. We get there. Um, this relates to dance, I promise. But they take us everywhere. Literally everywhere. Okay, so like big cities, small cities, suburbs, rural areas. Costa Rica has some crazy mountains like crazy mountains like huge huge like full of trees super green um but then they have mountains that like stop and then just like drop off into a beach right so it's just like you're like on a trip you're on a hike and you're enjoying nature and then the mountain stops you look down and there's a beach and there's people playing in the sand and the sea and having fun and doing costa rican things right it's incredible um, I've never seen it, like, especially because when you're in the water, you're looking up and it's like, that's a mountain. Anyways, like <laughs> crazy stuff. Um, so we're, one of the highlights of that, I'm not even sure how we got to know them or get here, but I think their daughter knew another girl whose dad or grandfather, anyways, we meet this guy, this guy named Don Carlos, um, his name is Carlos. Don is like a Spanish word for like sir or respect for like elderly people or people who have like a high position. So Don Carlos, um, he lives in this gated community. It's like a mountain. It's literally on the side of a mountain, like all these crazy houses and condos and all this different stuff. He lives on the nicest one on the top of the highest hill of this mountain he owns. Crazy dude. Um, Super crazy as in like, how are you even living here? He doesn't really live there. He rents it out and because he owns it, when he decides not to rent it out, he can just do whatever he wants with it. So he'll go and have fun or vacation and stuff. So we get there because we know someone who knows someone who knows someone. Like they said, get here and we'll take care of everything else. And so 
it was like crazy. So we're on the top of the mountain inside this house that has like a pool and like a lazy river. And like you're look in the pool, you're like looking out onto the rest of the mountain that then also drops off on into like this gorgeous beach and the sun is setting and you know, someone there's like wild horses somewhere like being free and embracing the spirit of Costa Rica. It's just like, is this real? I think we're in a movie. I don't think this is real. Um, so let's establish two things. You have Don Carlos and you have Joel Casanova. The differences between these people, okay, um, lives, I'm very sure he's born in, lives in Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, speaks fluent, speaks fluent Spanish, um, probably Spanish was his first language, super successful businessman, like ultra six. I think he sold like Ferraris or something, something insane. And so super successful, super wealthy, like top of the food chain, owns these, these crazy places, um, runs has been running a successful business for a while right lots of experience in it also he's like a grandfather right and he's at least a grandfather if not a great grandfather really old guy joel casanova lives in america specifically virginia beach um does not speak fluent spanish very fluent english also slang so maybe not fluent english but you know i get by in america um, <laughs> I'm fluent in English, not in Spanish. Um, not exactly wealthy, right? So, like, not that we were poor or anything, but we, all the money was going towards college, right? We had just graduated. So all that money we got debt-free. Oh, what? Graduate debt-free? Do it. But, like, all the money was going towards that. So, not super wealthy, right? 22 years old, right? Versus, I'm not exactly sure how old Don Carlos was, but definitely not in his 20s or 30s. Um, 22 years old, two years in business, right? And it was 2018, I just graduated college, so I started my business, and I, start, I had the idea for the business at 19, started at 20, so I, I was also in college when that happened, so it wasn't like a full-time thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, single, right? Not married, don't have kids, which means I definitely don't have grandkids. You know, huge... It's like, if you look at it like a chart, right? There's like, Joao, all the way on that side. And you have Don Carlos, all the way on this side. Like, all the differences were there. Um, besides the fact that we're some kind of Hispanic. <laughs> That's literally the only, like, correlating thing. Um, so, we're in his house. And where bodies are, specifically my body and other people's bodies, there's dancing. Right, so I think Jose played like a, his song for them and played some other covers and stuff because he's a musician, and he plays the guitar. And they're like, "Joel, you should do a dance." And so I do a freestyle dance, and then they're like, "Joel, you should do a lesson." So we break out. There's Don Carlos, his family, my family, and the family, the two people that are hosting us in Costa Rica. All these people, um, and so you start really looking at what dance does in this situation specifically, right? All the things that differentiated Don Carlos from Joel Casanova. Dance 
all the things that differentiated us, right? These are all facts, right? Age, status, wealth, position, geographical location, cultural differences, experience. I mean, just the fact that he's so much older than me, let alone having experience in business. Dance happens. These are all the things that mattered on this side. These are this is a this is the huge list of things that mattered on this side when it comes to our differences. Number one. Nothing. At all. In any kind of way. We are exactly the same. We're just two bodies in a room enjoying dance. He's laughing, I'm laughing, he's dancing, I'm dancing. We're doing all this different stuff. Like there's this there's this phenomenon that happens when you turn on music and you start dancing, right? All the differences just dissipate, right? If you were to come in in that situation, if you were to walk in and you see me and him, right? And you're like, what are the differences between these people? It was like, we, we were like a cloak. There was like a cloak thrown around us and you couldn't tell really what the difference was. Like, for all intents and purposes, which, <laughs> while, while, while planning this live stream, I found out that it's not intensive purposes, it's for all intents and purposes. The more you know. Anyways, so, for all intents and purposes, um, he, we could have both been American. We could have both been Costa Rican. He could have been my grandfather. He could have been my boss, right? Or we could have been like totally drastically different. Like I'm some kid from like Israel, doesn't speak, only speaks Hebrew, right? He's some man from like Greece or Italy and he doesn't speak English and neither of us speak Spanish either. But we find our way into Costa Rica and somehow we meet up and we're in the dance class. You have no idea what language I speak, how old I am, what my background is, my hurts, my feelings, my successes, my failures, none of it matters. And so when you see dance in this situation, it's, it's, the, it's this crazy phenomenon because dance is the ultimate leveler, right? We live in like a culture and a society that is constantly built on hierarchy. Like, I'm above this person in this way, and they're below me in this way, and he's above me in this way, and I'm below him in this way, and these are all the people that are above me, and these are the people that are slightly less above me, but they're still above me, and these are all the people that are below me, and these are the people that are, like, really below me. Right, I'm definitely somewhere in this hierarchy. Where, where am I on the ladder? And dance does away with all of it. It takes the whole ladder, lays it on its side, and it's like... You are people, and you are moving and dancing. That's all, right? There's no men, there's no women, there's no wealthy, there's no poor, there's no status, there's no, um, like, business versus employee, there's no, it's just, we're all on the same level. We're just humans enjoying dance and so it's this culture shock when you come into dan a dance lesson or a dance community or any kind of way because 
we're so used to living in the hierarchy. We're built and born and bred in the hierarchy of humanity. And if you're lower on the scale, dance is this empowering thing. Because you're now elevated to this position that you have authority in ways that you didn't have before, right? He, I led a dance lesson where they were like following me, doing different things. There's no reason he has to listen to me for anything at all, let alone the hosts that were there. Like we are, they're their hosts. I don't have to tell them to do anything, but I'm doing it because we love dance. And then if you are higher in the hierarchy, it's this humbling experience because you're like, I have all these things. I can do all this stuff. I have all this stuff. I own all these things. But none of that matters when it comes to dancing. You don't dance better just because you have a higher position or a lower position. It's just dance. And so it's both empowering and humbling to the point where everyone's on the same level. And it's, again, a culture shock because dance reminds us that we should live on a horizon instead of in a vertical position. And it's just beautiful.